Our journey was always going to be unconventional, but it became extraordinary when my child said to me, don't call me Nora, call me Nate. Do you want to talk about the hospital at all, or do you want to, or is that too much? We can, yeah. Yeah, so it was, so TMS was last Christmas, right around this time. Mm -hmm. It was right, we were trying to get it done you right got, before right, Christmas. You were trying to get the last treatment in before uh, the holidays. And so we pushed it up more and did it more frequently. Yeah, well, yeah. We had to do, double up on some of the treatments because we were leaving right after Christmas for Germany. Yeah, and they didn't want that big of a gap between treatments. Yeah, because um, it could have some side effects that aren't right. So, and if you think about, you know, and if I think about the Christmas before, the Christmas before you were in the hospital. Yeah. It came out right before Christmas Eve. You came out Christmas Eve? No, yeah. the, no, I'm pretty sure it was Christmas The day Eve. of. It was the 23rd. Oh, the 23rd. Okay, yeah. I thought it was the 24th. So, I don't know how much you remember of that whole, because you were, that was a pretty dark period for you. I was in and out of being conscious, I would say. Yeah, I was going to say cognizant, so yes, mm -hmm. yes. So... Well, you it were was blocking a lot. Yeah, exactly. I was so tired. And so, well, that's that's hurt. a that's a uh, anxiety depression mm -hmm. symptom. So you, it was a. I was in so much pain. I know it was two weeks before Christmas. Mm -hmm. It was a Thursday or Friday. I think it was a Thursday. And I was going to be off starting the next Monday mm -hmm. for two weeks. And you come in, and I was, I was in my room. I think I was working in my bedroom. I can't remember. And you come in, and you do what you love to do, which is you throw something, a bomb, <laughs> over your shoulder as you're walking out the door. And I'm like, <laughs> and your bomb this time was, hey, Mom, I think after the holidays— we should consider taking me to the hospital. And then you walked out. It's like, wait a minute. No, no, no. Come back. I was like, babe, that is going to the hospital. It's not something you schedule when it's for something that is this significant. And all I, I remember just saying, are you concerned that you are going to hurt yourself. And you said, you said, I would have already if I didn't think it would hurt you. So it's like, okay, then I need to make some phone calls and we need to figure this out. So I called your therapist, and I called the school and talked to the school counselor, and I got a recommendation 
And I guess it was, anyway, it doesn't matter what day it was. I think it was Friday then. And I called my work and told them that I was going to be out of pocket for a while. And then I called you, Mom. Mm -hmm. I waited until I knew what we were going to do. And then I took you. And you couldn't come because mm -hmm. nobody could come because it was COVID. And I took you to be evaluated. And even as I'm sitting there, I'm thinking, surely this isn't. Surely this won't be as dire as I think it is. Like, surely not. Surely it's not. And then we went in to talk to the person, and they said, and you shut down. You wouldn't talk. And I was like, do, I, do you need me to leave? Do you remember this? Mm -hmm. And you said yes. I was like, okay. So I left the rooms, and I came back like, 20 minutes later it wasn't very long yeah i remember it was she was asking me you know substance issues and um how many times i tried and um if i had any history of self-harm and um how bad it was so i came back in and they said that you were being admitted right away And oh, by the way, it's COVID and you can't come visit. Yeah, that's right. You could only I, have phone calls. I can make, you could make a phone call a day. So. Every night. Yes. Right after dinner. Yes. I waited, waited for that call. But if I think about that Christmas And how horrible it was. Well, he's home by then. I mean, he did Yeah, but home. I mean, I it still wasn't a real Christmas. No, I, mean, it, I know. It was and it wasn't because then you went right back into the hospital right after Christmas. Yeah, because I, uh, I was in. You wanted to I go back. Out of, no, no, no. No, you don't know this, but I was an outpatient. So I'd go um, every day just to go to the hospital and, you know, do. Um, kind of like therapy appointments. It was group. It was group therapy. And I, um, we went out, uh, we were allowed to go outside and, um, I found a piece of glass. Um, And I, uh, I hurt myself, and I had it on me. And they found it, and they called mom uh, because I had to be admitted again. I um, was a danger to myself. And so they had to completely strip me um, to make sure I didn't have anything else. And they put me in a dressing gown. That phone call might have been worse than the first time being told you had to go in because I was expecting the phone call that said you were released. 
And instead, I got the phone call that said, we're readmitting you. And I, I lost it. I didn't, I, I didn't. I didn't know how to process it. I was so scared for you. And I didn't know, I didn't know what to do. And there was nothing I could do. Like I, it was all out of my hands. It was all in the hands of strangers, strangers that, that I couldn't even talk to and meet because of COVID. So I had no idea who these people were. And ever it seemed like every time I was talking to somebody different and I was so terrified. Mm-hmm. They saved your life. They did. And then... I remember they did the uh, COVID test. And I, it was this woman. But I remember I was doing it and I screamed because of how it hurt. Yeah. Because of what? How it hurt. They weren't very gentle. No, she held my jaw and she stuck it up. They weren't... They, they were used to people being difficult and i screamed because it hurt yeah that thing that test does hurt not anymore no but, but it was then it did because you had to go for you know but anyway if i think about that christmas and how scared we were and how how much pain you were in emotionally mentally and then i think about Last Christmas, after the TMS, they scared me with residential. They scared me with if I came back again for a third time, that they would consider residential. Ah, that's why you were open to TMS? Mm -hmm. I couldn't do it. I couldn't go residential. Hey. What was that? Residential means I live there for like 30 days, minimum. It's usually minimum 30 days. They talked to me about that, too. I would do school there. I would live there. That's what residential is. So TMS was... With somebody over your shoulder all day long. Multiple people, yeah. yeah. I mean, we would... It's, to, it's, it's institutional living. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You can't be by yourself at all. Ever. But TMS, terrible. In the sense that it was painful for you. God, it was so bad. It hurt so much. See, I asked you that, and you said, you know, it's not bad. He lied. I lied. I just wanted to get it over with. I pushed myself to keep on going higher, but it hurt. It hurt so bad, and it made me cry. Yes. But got to the other side, and it made such a difference. Oh, it did. And then you think about this Christmas. And I'm so excited. Like, I'm genuinely excited. What? Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. And I remember I felt, the first time I felt excited, I cried. Because <sighs> that's actual excitement, and I haven't felt it in so long. Sweet baby. Quite an accomplishment. You worked hard. You worked very, very hard. Very proud of you. you worked very hard. And you're tough. You are tough. You are. Better be with the two of us around. (laughs) I'm just saying.
Transcranial uh, magnetic stimulation is where, so uh, the first time I went in, I sat there and I would, they would, um, they put a cap on me and I sat there with my arms out, um, with palms up and I had to relax my hands and they would put the, um, it was like this big thing. It was like a coil. They'd put it against my head and they would hit certain parts of my head and they would watch for my hands for the reaction of um, if they would twitch or not. Basically, the point of TMS, and I am certainly not a doctor, so, you know, there is there is a better explanation for this. But the way I think about it is, and the way the doctor explained it to me, is in much the same way mom has been talking about at 81 years old, that the, the pathways to say, <laughs> as she flips me off, um, the pathways in your brain for patterns is very deep. The grooves are are there. And for people that experience depression and anxiety, those paths for depression and anxiety are very well trod. And the problem is um, the brain takes the path of least resistance. And so when you're constantly dealing with depression and anxiety, those pathways are very, very easy to go down. And what TMS tries to do is jumpstart the pathways to other centers of the brain that can feel happiness and satisfaction. I and wasn't even eligible for it, technically. I was too young. But yeah, well, we had just, to do it anyways because I was... I just had to pay for it. Insurance wouldn't pay for it. Yeah. But but basically, it's just trying to give your brain another path to go down instead of constantly going down the path that it's used to. And Almost like your blood vessels. Kind of. Yeah, mean, it's like yeah. anything else. It's yeah. just, you know, you're... Finding a new path. You're finding a new path. Or and, something is damaged. You know, for somebody who's constantly dealing with these things, so the path is too hard to get out of. The way that I like to think about it is kind of like it's like a tree. You have this tree that's growing, and there are these parts of the tree that are dead and are, you know, rotting away. And the tree puts all of this energy into trying to fix salvage those pathways, yeah. mm -hmm. those trees, those, those dead parts, those dead, dead parts. And it causes the rest of the plant to wither. So what you would do is you prune those dead parts away. So that it would give way to new growth. Mm -hmm. So that the tree can grow up healthy. That's a great analogy. They didn't prune away any of your brain, but yes. No, they didn't <laughs> but, cut anything. But, but. no, <laughs> no, but it's still a great analogy. Yeah. And I think, I, so it was, it, you know, it was scary. I wasn't sure if it was, I was making the right decision, but it felt like the best recourse. Made me look funny with the cap on. Yeah, you did. Well, I got you pictures. did, and mm -hmm. and uh, you I know, so I I just did it one time, and I was I didn't expect to be in the room mm -hmm. with you. I just I told you not to be. <clears throat> yeah, I know. I said you wouldn't like it. Mm -mm. Yeah, and I I was, and I kept watching for you because I kept saying to you, "Does it hurt?" And you kept saying, "No, you know, don't worry about it. I, it doesn't hurt." And you didn't cry when I was there. Mm -mm. Um, I you, cried every time I got home. Oh, well, I cried after, yeah. 
because it just it's horrible to watch but it's, it's horrible to watch um and it's so loud it's 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 almost mm-hmm. scary it looks it looks scary and it's only 10 minutes yeah, yeah. but it's, it's still yeah it's 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 a it, it feels it's like it should be a torture things Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it feels like a torture thing. Like it does. Well, and it does yet, feel like sort of like a Stranger Things yeah, episode. Totally. But like I'm strapped into this chair, have my hands on the armrests with my my neck back that's like in this thing that makes me so that I don't move. Yeah, you had a big thing around your neck. Yeah, because I, yeah. I couldn't move my head. I wasn't supposed to. It would mess it up. But man, did it make a difference. Yeah. There you go. The wonders of science right here (laughs) okay I think we're done I think that's enough emotion for today thank you mom welcome yes thanks for including me of course it's really nice to have grandma here actually our lives wouldn't have worked without you mom it's true so we appreciate everything you do for us well likewise likewise I appreciate all you do for me and you do a lot If you or someone you know is struggling, please reach out to Trans Crisis Lifeline at 877-565-8860. Suicide and Crisis Lifeline. Dial 988 or go to 988lifeline.org. You are not alone. Thanks for joining us. Please rate the show, tell your friends, and send us a comment at info at don'tcallmenora.com. Become a patron for exclusive benefits. I am Nate. And I'm Charlie. Join us for the next episode of Don't Call Me Nora. This has been a K2T production. Georgiana Moreland, executive producer.